Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. ahead is an adventure. It's an absolute adventure. Is it going to be difficult at times? Yeah, sometimes life is hard, right? But as he reminds us over and over and over in the Bible, if God is for me, who can be against me? It's exciting to contemplate the things that, that lie ahead. You and I are going to see more and more clearly who Jesus is. And in the light of that, who we are. As we begin to dig into the book of Revelation with Pastor Robert, he encourages us to expect great things. This book does not have to be intimidating. As its name indicates, it will reveal things about God and ourselves, as well as what lies ahead as this world awaits Christ's second coming. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. You know, you and I are not asked to set aside our brains when we consider Scripture. But we are wise to remember that quite often our brains are inadequate to the task. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. And he says, the natural mind, this stuff, it's, a lot of it is going to be foolishness to the natural mind. That is the human mind without divine intervention. The human mind without the instruction, the, the enabling of the Holy Spirit of God. Now, the good news, listen, see, this is not a cop-out. This is not saying only special people. No, no, no. What this is saying is you're going to need his help. Now, he's willing to help. He's eager, in fact, to help, which is why we have the book. Do you see what I'm saying? He gave us this revelation because he wants to reveal to us some things. And he's willing to give instruction. He's willing to give assistance. He's willing to come alongside and help us with it. He's eager to do that. What we're emphasizing today is that it's absolutely essential that we look to him for that and that we understand that, you know, people who don't have him living inside, they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. It's going to seem like foolish stuff. As we go a little bit further in chapter 1, verse 10, um, John tells us in verse 10, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, and what you see, write in a book, and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. To Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. 
Now, now listen, see, the thing is, just like the New Testament epistles were sent to specific churches, this letter was sent to some specific churches. So in a way, it's, it's no different from Romans, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Do you understand what I'm saying? There was a letter sent to the Christians at Colossae. There was a letter that was sent to the Christians at Philippi. There was a, a letter sent to the Christians at, at Rome, the Christians in, in Ephesus, and, and, and maybe even, even more, a better analogy, better, you know, better connection here, the, the letter to the Galatians, the region of Galatia. There were churches in the region of Galatia to whom that letter was sent. Well, the churches in the region of Asia were sent this. And in the same way that those other letters had specific application to their recipients, as well as ongoing application to other believers, the revelation of Jesus Christ had a specific application to those believers to whom it was originally addressed. The churches in Smyrna, Philadelphia, Ephesus, you see what I mean? And it also has application to Christians today. And like we said a minute ago, and another very important note to draw from this introduction, is that God did not intend this book to further mystify us. He intends it to bless us, to enlighten us, to encourage us. He says that it's an unveiling of Jesus. It's given for the purpose of showing us the things which must soon come to pass. At the end of the book, in chapter 22, uh, Revelation chapter 22, verse 7, we're told, Jesus says, Behold, I'm coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Now I, John, saw and heard these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, Don't do that. See that you do not do that. For I'm your fellow servant and of your brother and the prophets and of those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book for the time is at hand. Now see, again, it's significant to recognize specific instructions. Do not seal the words of this book, the, the, the words of the prophecy of, of this book. Now that's a direct contrast to, to what the angel said to the prophet Daniel. Back in Daniel chapter 12, verse 4 the angel said to Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. It, 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 basically what he was saying to him is this is not for now. So seal it up. But to John, that's not what he said, right? What did he say to John? Do not seal the book. Why not? Well, because it's time. The time is near. Now he wants us to know and understand the revelation that he gave. He goes on to say in that opening passage that he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. So we're going to look at some of the you know, signs and symbols that, that the angel passed on to, to John. And we're going to be reading through and considering the testimony of John concerning those things and the testimony of Jesus, which John wrote down for our benefit. So we have, we have all three, if you will, 
the signs and symbols, the testimony of John about those signs and symbols and about everything that he heard, everything that he saw, and the testimony of Jesus as well. Verse 17 of chapter 1, John says, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. Who is that? Jesus. So now it's not the angel he's dealing with. It's Jesus himself. He laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write the things which you've seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after this. Now, I believe that's Jesus giving John the outline for the book. Jesus himself saying, here's what I want you to write down, John. Write down the things which you've seen. Write down the things which are right now. And write down the things that are going to take place after this down the road. And so that's what John wrote down. As we go through this together, I think you're going to grow. I pray that you're going to grow progressively more and more encouraged, more and more excited about our future. Because as we've talked about before, you know, for those of us who belong to him, his spirit lives inside us. He's changed us. He is changing us. He's working in our lives. What we have ahead is an adventure. It's an absolute adventure. Is it going to be difficult at times? Yeah, sometimes life is hard, right? But as he reminds us over and over and over in the Bible, if God is for me, who can be against me? It's exciting to contemplate the things that, that lie ahead. You and I are going to see more and more clearly who Jesus is. And in the light of that, who we are. We who are in Christ, we who have his spirit inside us, we who are being transformed. We're, we're going we're gonna to get glimpses and we're going to see more and more clearly as we see more and more clearly who he is. That's going to show us a lot about who we're becoming in him. We're going to learn about the plans that God has for us, the plans that he has for everybody else. But we learn one more very important fact from this introduction. Verse 3 says, Blessed is he who reads... And those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it. For the time is near. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. That's all we have time for today. Pastor Robert has much more to teach us from the pages of God's Word on the next edition of Main Thing Radio. Before we go today, we'd like to ask you to prayerfully consider joining us in moving the Word of God forward through financially contributing to Main Thing Radio. Here's Pastor Robert to tell you more. I love that God's Word is moving through the nation and that all of us here at Main Thing Radio get to be a part of that. Producing quality editions of this program does incur costs, however, and that's where we're asking for your help generous financial support from believers like you make these broadcasts possible. For donations of $20 or more, I'd like to say thank you by sending you a copy of my wife Elizabeth's book, Come Fill the Gap, 30 Days in the Song of Solomon. This isn't a self-help book, rather it's a renewing of a passionate relationship with Jesus through a month-long study of the pages of the Song of Solomon. 
If you'd like to contribute to the ongoing teaching of God's Word here at Main Thing Radio, just click on the Donate button at the top right of the MainThingRadio.com webpage. Thanks, Pastor Robert, and thank you for prayerfully considering joining us in this way. Pastor Robert will continue to share God's Word with us on the next edition of Main Thing Radio.